Free game. What's good, bro? Welcome to another episode of the Free Game Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Don. This week, we're talking the military industry with Xavier Amos. Free game. Free game. It's free game. Um, without further ado, let's hop right into it. Xavier, can you give my audience a quick intro into who you are and kind of what you do in the Navy? Okay. This is Xavier Amos. Um, I'm, I've been in the military 15 years. I'm an ABF too. Uh, I deal with aviation fuels. So, you know, with, with that, we just, you know, deal with the fuel and the cleaning and processing of the fuel for the jets. So how'd you get here? I know, um, personally, I, I obviously I know how you got there in your story, but my audience, they kind of don't, um, have that, that background story like I have. So can you kind of explain how you even, what drew you to the Navy? I know coming from like where we come from, a lot of people, they go military, it's usually like air force or, um, our army. So what, what drew you to the Navy? Honestly, it's a funny story. Um, I got an older cousin. Uh, I graduated high school and I went back down to Memphis to, you know, help my mom's out with bills and stuff like that. And I was just trying to get a job down there, just working at like temp services and stuff like that, warehouse and stuff. That's like a big thing in Memphis. And uh, my homeboy, my, my cousin, he was lying to like all the recruiters, like every branch you could think of, Coast Guard, I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> and he had one of the Navy dudes come up to the house one day and we was just at the crib chilling and he went to the stove to get like some beer and stuff like that. And the Navy dude pulled up in his, you know, saying dress white. That's the all white uniform with the white, with the white hat. He pulled up to the house with that, and he was looking for my cousin. And he's like, you know, basically asked my cousin, Mike, he asked him where he at. And I'm like, oh, no, he left. He's not here. He went to the store. He'll be back, you know, when he be back. And he was like, oh, what's going on with you? I said, what you, what you mean, what's going on with me? Like, oh, you, you want to join the Navy? I said, no, sir. I'm good on that, bro. Like, you're good, man. I'm, I'm straight where I'm at. You do what you do. And then, you know, he started talking like, oh, what you do? You know, asked me what I do, and I told him. And then he asked me what I was into. And then when I was in high school, I was, uh, I, I had a class where we worked on engines, car engines, and, you know, just cars and stuff like that. So I always thought that was interesting. I wanted to do that. And he was like, uh, you could do that in the Navy. I said, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, we could do that in the Navy. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, what, what you got to do? You know, he told me the process. You know, I was looking into it, took the test and everything, and uh, the final decision for me was my hair, basically. And when I, once I decided to do that, I went ahead and I ain't consulted nobody really. Um, I ain't really had two, but my family that been in the military, I had a couple here and there, but it's not like a big thing in my family on like neither side, like neither side of my family. So um, I just made the decision on my own and I just went ahead and did it. Yeah. And I remember um, when you first was kind of deciding on doing it, you had talked to me and one of our other friends uh, and you was like, I should do it. Like you should think about it. And I thought you, cause you know, like you said, ain't a lot of uh our family like in the military, definitely not the Navy. So it was like when you said yeah. it, I was like, I don't think he really gonna do it anyway. I know for sure, like I can't swim. <laughs> and um hey, me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing it. But you did it. You were so sure though. Um and that kinda that kinda that was dope to me because like to be so sure about something, it's like it's meant to be at that point. Um can you kind of talk about like what happened next? Cause I know a lot of people like you just for a lot of people where we from or people you might have grew up with, it's like you just you went to you go to the Navy, but we don't know what happens after that. You know what I mean? So can you kind of yeah. detail the process? Got you, got you. So 
I'm not a I'm not a swimmer either. Like even now to this day, like I'm not a swimmer. Like you ain't gonna see me jump out into the water just for fun and just swim around smiling. That's not me. So um you go to boot camp and it's a shell shot, bro. When you first get there, like it's different now, but when you first get there, it's different. Like it, they they come in, they come and get you. They treat you good right before you go. I'm not gonna lie to you. They get you a hotel, you know, you, if you got a little chick or a little dude or whatever, whoever you mess with, they can come to the hotel with you, kick it out, you know, so you stay there the whole night. And then, you know, you ship out in the morning. And depending on where you're at, you know, they'll put you on a plane or, or a bus ride, you know, and they take you to Chicago. Well, Illinois, and, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, Chicago, Illinois. But they take you over there in the area, and then you go there. As soon as you get off the – no, matter of fact, before you even get off the bus, they on that joint yelling, yelling, hey, get off <laughs> get off the guy, you know, cursing and all this stuff, get off, you know, you go out there. And then, like, so before you go, though, let me fast, go back a little bit. Before you go, they got a thing called debt program. And basically, they basically set you up for boot camp, like stuff you need to learn. They tell you certain words and phrases, but I ain't never heard these words and phrases before, you know. And then, uh, the, like, one of the first shell shots to me was, because you go there in your regular clothes, and you go into this room, and they basically get a, they give you a box and you stand in front of the box, males, females, everybody saying, you stand in front of a box and they basically give you some clothes, underwear and all, you strip down and you put these new clothes on right there, right, right there. And then you put all your stuff, your, all your belongings in the, in the box and they send it back to your family. So what's crazy is I had recently talked to somebody about that and they was like, yeah, they family was, they was family was real scared because you don't get to talk to your family right away. So they just get in a box with all your belongings in it, and they like, oh, man, what's man. going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, what's going on my, with my son, my daughter? Like, I got this box, this package with all their belongings in it. Like, yeah, so then after that, man, it's just you in boot camp, you know, for like two months. They just – so basically what the military do is they strip you down of everything that you know or thought you knew and the, the ways you move, the, I'm talking about everything from folding your clothes to – sleeping like everything they break you down into you don't do that anymore and then they show you how to do how, basically how to live basically how you gonna you gonna how you walk basically marching you know they teach you they teach you how to uh how you how you speak you know uh all everything is like broke down and then retaught to you and that's what that process of boot camp is for is, is to train you to get into the fleet basically that's what we call it you know the fleet uh mm -hmm. And after that, uh, but you got to pass certain tests in there to be able to um, advance. Like I'm talking about from marching to, to um, uh, like written tests, like computer tests, like knowledge of the Navy. Like you got to know past stuff in the Navy, um, like all that. Like, uh, but you know how like the Ten Commandments, basically the Navy got their own thing called general orders. You got to learn general orders and all these things you can learn beforehand and it'll help you out while you're in boot camp. But if you don't, you just got to learn it while you're in there. Gotcha. You know? And then uh, yeah. you kind of got to almost have a um a solid recruiter that's setting you up to kind of know this stuff going into yeah. it. It sounds like. Yeah. 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 That, a, a solid recruiter would definitely help you out. But a lot of these recruiters will lie to you and tell you, oh, yeah, they got McDonald's on the ship. Ain't no McDonald's on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> they serving burgers, but it ain't no McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They'll tell you certain things. You know, they'll, they'll tell you certain They'll bend the truth a lot. But I always wanted to be recruited because – I think if you just tell somebody the truth about it, break it down to them, you will have a better understanding of, uh, you have a better rapport with somebody, and also they'll have a better understanding of what they're getting themselves into. It won't be a shell shock to them. Yeah, less confusion too. 
Um, and you weed out the ones that really ain't for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's the, the job actually is not hard. Like whatever job you get in the navy is not hard. Like you get you get some people in there. Like everybody has a different kind of jobs. It's so many jobs in the navy, and it's gonna be a time in your career where your job is gonna be hard. It's gonna be a time in your career, in your career where your job is gonna be easy, or most of the time your your job is gonna be like about in between the whole time, no matter where you go, a command wise. But it's so easy, man. It's like it's that's why I tried to get so many people to join back in the day when they didn't have much going on because it's a great stepping stool, stepping stool for any anything you want to do in life. Honestly, you know, it depends on what you make of it. Yeah, and yeah. that's the. And that's dope. It sounds like you kind of get the structure when you go in. They break you down, teach you the structure that they want you to kind of function as. And for some people, you need that structure because um, it's like coming from the inner city, the neighborhood. Sometimes we don't have the structure that we need to to be successful in life in general. So um, it sounds like the Navy kind of sets you up for that in some in some ways. Um, yeah. I know some things that we kind of wonder, like on the outside, is what's that ship life like when you out to sea, and what's uh, how long are sea assignments usually like when you do have to go out to sea? What's that like? Oh, that's 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 the life right there. That's that's the <laughs> life right there. So the the longest I've been, um, like out basically away from the U.S. is uh eight eight months, like eight months, eight months and change. I've done that two times. Um, and that's called a deployment. So they got different times you can go out to see, you know, different ways you can do different things. Uh, deployment is what you the, what you see when people be gone for a long time, basically like, it's, uh, six to nine months. I've seen people do more than that, but like six to nine months is like max. People have done more because they have joined like two different things into one and they'll combine them. So you'll be gone and then you just they'll just stay out. So that's that's the longest I've seen. But this um so basically you got. Mm, on a ship, because I've been on carriers, which is the biggest, um, biggest ships in the in the uh, in the navy, mm -hmm. so that can hold mm, five to six thousand people on. Wow. Yeah, and it's basically a floating city. You got you know uh, you got fun activities on the ship. You got computers on there. You know we got internet. Sometimes it's it's wonky. Uh, they got pay phones if you need to call your family. Um, and basically, you on there basically doing your job. On a day-to-day -day basis, uh, uh, keeping the ship afloat, um, and we out there for support. Um, so my ship, we uh, we land and catch aircraft, and and so like say uh, it's a war going on, and I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be at the war, but I'm not gonna be like physically at the war. So my ship gonna be out there, and the aircraft are gonna fly. Maybe they might go drop bombs, and maybe they go shoot shoot at people from the aircraft. I mean, from the, uh, from the air, yeah, from the aircraft, and then they'll come back, land on the ship, get the fuel they need, the ammo they need, uh, the bombs they need, whatever whatever it may be, and come back, you know, and that's what, basically the wartime for the Navy. So the Navy people, unless you like boots on ground, you're not going to be physically at a war, in the war, you know what I'm saying? Those are like Army, Marines, and stuff like that. Those are people that's like, you know what I'm saying, basically boots on ground. Navy don't really do that, especially if you're on a ship, because... The ship is the the ship got so much stuff on it to where it, it can fight and do different things that you know we don't need to be on the ground. You know, we just basically land support. Like speak to him, like Tyrese, he threw a party in the hangar bay. Like, oh, that's great. You know, he planned. Yeah, I got to meet him all. You know, uh, Pete Carroll was at USC. He came out to the ship, 
And, you know, I was able to meet him there. You know, he came out to the ship and I met him. Matt Liner came out there, Steve Smith, Super Bowl Steve Smith. People hate when I say that. <laughs> he don't Steve Smith that won a Super Bowl, you know. Even though right. he ain't better than that one, but he won a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, you know, and that's why I always, you know, certain people I respect because I, I actually got to meet him. And certain people I don't like because I actually got to meet him. Like, I don't mess with Shadow Buff. He was, you know, acting funny out there, so. Mm-hmm. I'm a shot above fan, you know, but because I got to actually meet him and see how, how he is. But like I said, you get, you know, every ship don't get stuff like that, you know. Yeah. What's yeah. um, and I know that that's the most dope experiences. What's some other type of experiences that you got or exposure you got through the Navy, like with being on a ship or just being in the Navy in general? Visiting different countries. Yeah, seeing how different people live. Um, mm-hmm. People don't like, you know. People, a lot of people join the Navy for to, to travel and then a third. And you're able to go to different countries in the Navy. So you're able to meet, you know what I'm saying, meet different people, um, experience life. But it's about what you do when you go to this country. So you can go to the country and blow your money, go to like jewelry stores and, you know what I'm saying, just down the third, just blow your money. Or you can actually experience the country, see the country, and get to see how the people are in the country and stuff like that. So if you go on multiple deployments, though, you might go to the same spot. Uh, multiple times so you're able to do different things each time you want to go there but usually you're there for a couple of days so you could take advantage of the days you got there too yeah and that's because you guys get to go like civilian clothes on the days that you guys are oh, out yeah. oh yeah so on a day-to-day on the ship you wear like while you at work you're wearing your uniform you know and once you get off work you can do whatever you want to do you could put on um you wanted to put on some, you wanted to put on like a suit and walk around the ship. You could put on a suit, walk, but that's just pointless, you know. But you can, <laughs> yeah, but you could do what you want to do basically as far as like uh, once you get off work, basically. Your time is your time, yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what's like something that you that you wish you would have knew about the Navy before you got in that you know now? That 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 debt program because I would have advanced faster. Um, just certain jobs, you know, cause certain, like every job ain't created equal, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with that, when I say that, it's because you got advancement, you got to take, so it's a test. You got to take 175 uh, question test it used to be 200. And, uh, in this test, if you, depending on how good you do on the test is depending on if you're going to make rank or not. And, uh, some jobs it's like hundred percent, hundred percent of the people that take the test going to make rank. Some jobs is 2%, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when I say 2%, it's like uh, you got – like my job is is bad with this. So I got like – we got like – that's why I'm still a second class. The test is not hard, but it's just about how many how many pit positions are available at the next level. So if I got – we got like around the Navy, you got like 3,000 people taking an advancement exam to make from one rank to the next, but they only advance three people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's tough. Right, right. So you gotta have all your ducks aligned. You gotta have people looking out for you. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a crazy game that they, you know what I'm saying, you play in the Navy because um it's like a, a like a who you know type of thing, you know. Yeah, like a fraternity mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, basically. So if you had a good command and people looking out for you and you doing your thing, then you're gonna get looked out for, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get everything, all the tools you need to to put yourself in a position, all you got to do is basically do good on the test or decent on the test, and then you're going to make rank. As you know, um, uh, but if you don't got that, then, you know, you're stuck. And like mm-hmm. I said, it's um, One thing I could say about the Navy, uh, you get a crash course in life. 
in like your first five years. So a lot of a lot of stuff that you will learn and see in life that might take people 10, 20, 30 years to learn and experience and stuff, you will see that in your first your first command. You know, you'll see favoritism, you'll see sexism, you'll see um you like a lot of people coming to the Navy and never seen black people. A lot of people come to the Navy and never seen white people. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you'll get it, but you'll see every kind of race you some like African people that can speak English, but African people that can barely speak English, Spanish people that that's the same way, Asian people, like you'll meet all this type of you know what I'm saying, you'll meet Every you'll get a crash course in life. You can college, you know what I'm saying? You gotta start paying bills now, you know, because you're gonna get yeah. your own apartment. You get all this stuff within for like if say you join at 18, you get all this from 18 to 20, 22, 23, you'll have all this experience that most people won't get until they like 35, you know what I'm saying, 40. Like I still I got I got friends that I've met since I've been in the Navy that's never been in the Navy, that's never had a their own place, never bounced a checkbook, you know what I'm saying? Things, yeah. things like that. And you get that crash course in life. You know these people never had credit cards. You get that stuff, and you get that. You get a, you get a, uh, you get all this before you leave boot camp. You get a credit card, bank account. You get all that before you leave boot camp. Mm-hmm. You think it mm-hmm. kind of set you up like you got a, a advantage on on excuse me an advantage on life like joining the military at eighteen years old compared to like you said some of the people that you know that might be in their thirties that haven't really been set up like you've been able to get set up through the navy. Um. Or you yes, think you yes. probably would have figured it out anyway? Me personally, um, for certain things in life, I would have figured it out. But um, that's because of the person I am. But a lot of people, you know, they wouldn't have. I don't think they would have got 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 the knowledge and information that they got for, as far as uh, the world if they wouldn't have joined that early. Nah. Got you. So it, it's very helpful in that manner. Yeah. And that make a lot of sense. I mean... Um, when you join in the military, some people compare it to going to college, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. it's like you're getting that crash course and sometimes, well, the difference with college is you don't got no structure. And so with the military, yeah. you definitely getting that structure that you need. Um, do you think if you can go back and do it all, of, all over again, would you go straight out of high school like you did? Um, yeah. or would you go to college first and then go in? I kind of went like a year after, like a year and then some change after high school. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if I could go back in time, I would join like ROTC and stuff. I'd do that out the gate in, in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, so? you get a you get like like you get like a cheat code to to the military. You feel me? You get to learn all this stuff beforehand, and you don't got to learn it later on down the line. So if you join ROTC and all, you do all this, they might be able to. Okay, you might. I would have probably would have joined. I would have rather joined Air Force honestly. If I'm you know I'm keeping it a buck with y'all, rather join Air Force. They got a they got a better, better lifestyle than us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I say, if I can go back in time, I'll do that then. And I'll join right after high school. I wouldn't even wait. Gotcha. Because, like I said, get a jump on it early and, you know what I'm saying, time fly by. If I would have joined, let me see, out of high school, I would have been, like right now, I'm like 15 years in. I'd be 17 years in. And most jobs in uh, out in the real world, you got to do, what, 30 years to retire. You only got to do 20 in the military. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have been a little closer. You're still close, though. So don't shortchange yourself there. Um, that lead me into my next question. If there's somebody out there, maybe 18-year-old or 19-year-old or even 18, 19-year-old Xavier um, thinking about joining the, the Navy, other than what you just said, are there any other recommendations you would tell them to do? Yes, talk to somebody that's already in, you know, if you don't got a family member. Because more than likely, somebody knows somebody that's in some kind of branch of military. So... 
talk to somebody, see if they know somebody. And anybody that's in, they don't mind talking to you about it. Or people that's even been in. Like, I got – see, I've, I'm a gamer, so I play the game a lot. Uh, but most of my homeboys I play the game with, they was in the Navy with me. Uh, that's, that's the way we still communicate with each other, and this and the third. But most of them only did four or five years. They got out. And all of them successful, you know. Well, for the most part, I can say most of them successful. I, like right now, I can think of one of them. He still he worked for the government. Well, two of them work for the government. Uh, two of them police officer. One of them, one of them he well. Uh, one of them drive trucks. Like, like all my friends that's just been in with me, they they all got some kind of job that, in the military, really, really will help you. You know, saying get those jobs because they look out for veterans. A lot of jobs look out for veterans. Yeah. Uh, and just like. And there's a lot of people that was that was in that got out to have jobs to help veterans get jobs too. So it's a great, oh yeah, for sure. So I'm not even stressed about getting out whether I get out early or you know in 20 years or at at the 20 year mark because I got so many avenues to help you be successful after the fact. You know after you get out. Yeah, and that's good. Um, you said something just a second ago. You said a lot of the, the partners that was in it when you first started, they got out like after four or five years. What's some yeah. of the reasons why you decided to stay in? How long has how long you've been in? Uh, for me personally, um, I always had a oh when I when I do something, I, I look at the bigger picture of it, you know. So um, before I joined, I I was working before I joined, you know. I had jobs, and once I did, once I joined this, I seen it's it's not it's not a hard thing to do, like you know, what I'm saying it's it's things you have to put up with and things you have to deal with. So you just gotta balance. I had to balance out. If I wanted to deal with what I'm dealing with, or if I wanted to lick it out and do other things and pursue other other things, but I also thought about like, okay, I joined at 19, 19, you know, twenty, you know, what I'm saying around that age. So I'm like, if I do twenty years, I retire at forty. You know, I'm forty years old now. I really don't have to work no more. You know, and that to think about that, you know, like to really put that in perspective, at age forty, how many people you know that's not working that that what well, not nice or not working that doesn't have to work. Right. You know, you know, so I thought about it that way. And also, you know, I got kids and, you know, so I had a family at the time. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, uh, on top of me, if I retire, my kids going to be straight. Like, you know, I'm just thinking this is, this is, these are things I'm thinking at age 19, 20, 21. These are things I'm thinking at that age because I always thought a little ahead. So I'm like, okay, I can just do 20 and I can retire. Like, I'm, I'll be straight. Like, my kids can go to school. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got health care. You know, I'm thinking oh, I got all this stuff covered for, for the rest of my life, you know, and that's what I'm thinking about. So yeah. that's why that's that was the reason why I stayed, you know what I'm saying? It's not, I ain't gonna say it's been the easiest journey for me personally, but you know, you know, this this is what I decided to do, and you know, so yeah. yeah. Can you um kind of touch on kind of some of the maybe because I know every every career, whether you go military, not military, whether you teaching, you're gonna reach some turbulence at some point, um, and run into some some issues, whether it be on a job and your personal life. Can you kind of touch on some of the um things you might have ran into during your time in the military? Oh yeah. Uh, favoritism for sure. Um like I said, you might just imagine you and the other people that you work with and it's time to, you know what I'm saying, show appreciation to the people that's been doing work. And they show that appreciation. Um like it's like a like I said, a evaluation for the year. And then they grade you on your evaluation for the year and they give you a, a certain grade. So you just you know they got a top person. They basically like order from one through twenty, say one one through twenty. And let's say you've done everything more than the rest of the twenty, but you don't get the number one spot. You feel me? I've done I've dealt with that. 
Yeah, and that make a lot of sense. I mean, like you said, you see it everywhere you you everywhere you at. I know personally, I've seen it at a couple of jobs I've had in the past. It's like you see certain things like that going on, and unfortunately, you gotta keep you gotta keep going. You know what I mean? And um, figure out a way to do it the right way. Um, how have you kind of with dealing with that and dealing with those kind of kind of things? How have you kind of continue to keep going and continue to strive and up your rank and uh, and stuff like that. Man, look, just looking at the bigger picture, um, like uh, my last command, I ain't get, I ain't get really the love I was supposed to get. But as far as accomplishments at a command or a job, I accomplished so much at that job that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it in for for really nothing, honestly, because I done so much there and I really left my mark when I left, you know, so. You know, I don't, I don't, I want to trade in because uh, training certain people and then them making rank off of the way the way you taught them things and you know stuff you showed them and the training that you gave them, and then for them to make rank after you leave, and then them, for them to message you and you know tell you and to thank you for what you've done for them, you know, you know, I can't, I can't put a price on that. You feel me? Yeah, it's so, rewarding. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I, and I'd have had that a couple times. You know that people, you know hit me up and like thank me for what I've done for them and the you know things I showed them and you know me looking out for them. You know, even my like my little brother, he in the Navy and um I just training him up and showing him certain things in life. And to see him come in, right? And he's he's past me. You feel me? Yeah. But do you know the love and the 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 love that he showed me and the gratitude he's he's giving me, you know, from what I've done for him and trained him and how stuff, you know, I put him in position for his things. You know, like I say, that's priceless, you know, and it's never like for me, like if I train somebody up and they pass me, it's never no, no hatred for me. It's all love because, you know, like I said, if you're in a good position, then you're going to get looked out for, you know, and that's all that's all that depends on, like where you at and who, you know, you know, he was in a good position and he got, you know, they looked out for him. So, yeah, I can't, you know, I can't hate on him for that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's happy. You know, I'm happy that he's moving up. You feel me? And that's that's what it is. That's how you gotta be as a person, though. You know, what I'm saying outside of the military, if you get somebody some 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 love and some guidance and some training and you know, what I'm saying some game, and then they able to take what you gave them and and succeed in that, you should be happy for them. You know, right? Because that, that should be your attention for giving them that game anyway. You feel right. me? So yeah. So you know, of everybody. What what you about to say? I said, but everybody not, you know, so everybody not like that. You know, they don't give out love with 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 nothing with without without expecting anything in return. Yeah, it's unfortunate that we kind of we live in times like that. And definitely for me, it kind of it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It pissed me off a lot because I realized personally, like for our culture as black people, as minorities, we like the only race that don't really do that for each other. Oh um, yeah. So, like, hearing you even talk about how you did that for other people and, like, you got a brother that's in now and he kind of – you looked out for him and he in a position, like, we need more like that in our culture and our communities. Um, and rewinding back, I remember when we first started the conversation, you said something about, like, the recruiters that you had at the time that kind of didn't give you the game. Um, if it's, like, a youngin or anybody looking to get into the military, what's some questions you think they should ask their recruiter, like, going into it? Uh, how 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 the the job the the certain jobs that they qualify for, um, they need to know the as far as those jobs the advancement rate on them jobs. Like I said, you don't want to get a job to where the advancement rate is two percent, 
And it's another job where the advancement rate is 100%. You know, you want to get a job where you have a good advancement rate. That's like taking a test. And, like, you could, like, you got people, some, some of them jobs in the Navy, bro, you can take the test, just put your name on the paper, and you're going to advance to the next rank. Oh, well, some, But some jobs, you can you can pass a test and still not, like, I've passed all my tests, and I, I just haven't made it to the next rank. You can pass a test and not make it to the next rank. And that's just about the job you pick, you know. It was a thing. It's a saying that we got. It's called uh, "choose your rate, choose your fate." You know, mm-hmm. whatever rate you choose, you know that's that's gonna be your fate in the navy. But you yeah. know, you can you can get in the navy and change your rate as well. But they don't make it like it's not like easy as like okay, I want to do this job now. I don't want to do this job no more. You gotta do paperwork. You gotta well, you know, you gotta um, you gotta fit, meet all the requirements. It's, it's, you know, what I'm saying it's a couple things you gotta do. You just can't go in like, oh, I don't want to do this job no more. I want to do this job. Yeah, uh, it ain't that easy. So what's the what's the correct way? Like, if you could do it all over again, which way would you go as far as jobs go or um, I would, rates? I would pick the pick the the easiest job I could pick, bro. Because you are gonna get paid the same. Yeah, so but what? If, but what if it don't have the same advancements? Like, which ones have the best advancements? You think? Eight, like uh, so you got you got people, you got a job in the navy that's an AG, uh, aeronographer. They just deal with the weather. I think the advancement to first is like a hundred percent all the way up from from third to first. Oh wow! So you get that job, you good. NCs, they excuse me, they are navy career navy career counselors. Basically, they they a hundred percent to first. You know, so like it's a it's a it's certain it's a it's a long list of jobs. That's that's like you know. When I say to first, like, like I can say, you go from third class. Well, you go from like basically E one to E three. Those are the airmen or seamen, whatever you know, whatever rate you pick. So I'm gonna go. I'm I, I work in the airfield, so I'm gonna give you from an airfield perspective. You got E one to E three, and those are the basically airmen. And then you go from E four to E six. You know, um, those are these are just this is ranking class. E four to E six. Then you like a uh, like a petty officer. Uh, uh, more than likely, by the time you get E five, which is a, a second class, you are um, a supervisor usually at that point. And then E six. Once you hit E six, you can retire at twenty years. But now they're changing it to where you don't have to be at E six; you can retire twenty years at E five. Uh, oh, at first, nice. they, yeah, at first they had it to where you can, um, if you at E five at sixteen years, sixteen or eighteen years, you got to get out the navy. But they're gonna pay you; they're gonna give you like a. Um, a severance check um, for your years that you serve, and um, you know, and, you know, they're basically so you so you won't just get out doing nothing. You know, they will you have something, you know, have some money in your pocket and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, once you get E six, uh, which is the first class, you can uh, retire at twenty years, or you can keep on going past twenty. And then you can, you know, after that is E seven, E eight, or you can go off. So it's a it's a long lot a lot of different avenues you can take, but. Also, if you've been to school, if you're going to school right now, before you, you know, say if you think about joining, I say either find a program where you can go officer instead of going enlisted. I came in enlisted, you know. If you can't go officer, go officer. Officers got it made in the Navy or in the military in general. They got, man, it's, it's like a different set of rules. So that's one recommendation I would have for somebody that's like that want to go to school or that's looking to go to school and then also the military as well. But you can go to the military while you're in school. You, I mean, you can go to school while you're in the military, or you can uh, wait till you get out. There's so many different avenues you can go for as, if you want thought about doing school and stuff. Gotcha. And that's some that's some good game. That's some good uh some good pointers. Um, we kind of reached the end of the podcast. 
Um, and I ask, I like to ask all of my guests the same question. What's some free game that you'd like to leave my audience with? It could be something Navy related or it could just be something life related. Um, just don't give up, man. That's like a big thing that people do. And don't wait till tomorrow to start something that you want to do. Um, like, like, like even like any, some small, like working out, dieting, um, it seems small. And, and, you know, the more you keep saying, I'm going to start tomorrow, the more, you, the more you're not going to do it. There's nothing stopping you from starting today. You know, just start today. Say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. No, just put your clothes on. Just go, you know, just go, you know, the more you wait, the more you think about it, the less you're going to do it. And the sooner you start, the faster you're going to get to your, uh, your, your end results. Facts. Facts. Um, so there's going to be some people that might want to reach out to you, maybe somebody that's thinking about joining the Navy or somebody that's maybe in the Navy, maybe looking for an OG or somebody to tap in with. Um, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Honestly, my phone, man, it message me or call me. Well, I'd rather you message me first so I can know who you are. And, you know, uh, that's the best way to get in contact with me. Uh, uh, or if they even even if they reach out to you and you know you can you can tap them in with me but yeah my phone number man uh, 402-830-1538 you know just like I said message me and just let me know like hey I'm looking to do this that and the third and like I said I know people that's in different branches of the uh, Navy uh, I mean but like Air Force you know people that's in different services so I can even contact them you know but I can definitely I don't mind helping nobody out there thinking about joining the military free game Thanks for tapping in to another episode of the Free Game Friday podcast. If you haven't already, please like this episode, subscribe to our podcast, and share it with a friend. Thanks. Be blessed. Catch y'all next week. Free Game. Free Game.